Welcome to the Gen Z Stoic Podcast, episode 15. Today we're going to be talking about perfectionism versus progression and the flaws of perfectionism. But before we begin, I'm your co-host, Ren. I'm your co-host, Mateo. And so, yeah, we're going to be talking about perfectionism today. Um, Too often in society, as with every issue we talk about, um, we see people who strive to be perfect, who want to do everything, um, not to the best of their abilities, but to the best of anybody's abilities. And too often in society, that has led to a variety of issues, whether it's a lack of trying because we um, realize we can't be perfect or, um, you know, mental health issues with not adding up to other people and a myriad of other issues. And again, like most things, stoicism gives valuable perspective on this. Um, One of the core beliefs of stoicism is that we should always be trying and we should always be striving for progress, progress and consistency. And both of those values are um, much better things to strive for than perfection. And in this episode, we're going to talk about why. And I'll, I'll start off, I guess, by saying I think the reason that this issue of striving for perfectionism is so uh, prevalent in today's society is because, um, again, you know, we talk about social media a lot. But uh, so on when you see people on social media... All you see is the highlights of lives, and it's very easy to see people as perfect or having no flaws in their lives or having a perfect body or whatever whatever it may be. Um, and so I think it's very important that we address that perfectionism and chasing the idea of being perfect uh, will lead people to a lot of pain and suffering mentally because the truth is being perfect doesn't exist by any means uh, in any area that in which you look at it. And so if you're chasing this idea that doesn't actually exist, I mean, you're wasting your time and you're, you're hindering your ability to progress as a person. One, one thing I, I talked about um, that I've talked with you about kind of behind the scenes is focusing on uh, consistency over perfection and that uh, I would rather see somebody succeed 75 times out of 100 than go five for five and then as soon as you're five for six, you give up entirely. Right, so it's better to have many mistakes but be consistent than to try and be perfect and then the first time you fail, restart completely. And I agree um, completely with what you said. And I'm going to start out my take with a question. Right, perfection, perfectionism, perfection is defined as you know being the best at what you do, um, your work being the best. So I'm going to start with the question: How rare is it to be the best at something? How rare is it for you to be the top of the world at something? Mm-hmm. Your odds of being best at anything in the world are very minimal and it's not a negative viewpoint to have but it's just the simple facts you being the best athlete in the world or you being the best artist the best musician anything that you want to set your mind to your odds of you being the absolute best in the world are slim to none so why would you start out with the mindset that that's your goal why would you not make your goal more realistic is it okay to have dreams for sure is it okay to you know say you know, my dream is to be the best X, Y, and Z. There's no problem with that. But if that's your goal, ultimately what that's going to lead to is just disappointment. And that's one of the issues of perfectionism is that you work so hard to make your work perfect and it never will be. And so ultimately you face a path where you give up trying and you face disappointment. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it make a lot more sense if your goal is, I want to be lifting this amount of weight by this time, or I want to build this habit by doing it every day Mm -hmm. that's much more realistic and it's much more likely to happen therefore it's much more likely to make you satisfied and you're going to try to achieve that 
at a much higher rate than if you are striving to be perfect. Another another problem I have with perfectionism is it doesn't just apply to what you're doing. It applies to your mindset. It leads to, um, I'll just say, I'll define it as all or nothing thinking, it, mm-hmm. which permeates into all different aspects of your life. You know, okay, this friend did this, so they're absolutely against me. They're not my friend anymore. Or they did this, and now they're my best friend. And you can't have that mindset towards people where if they do these actions, they're your friend, or if they don't, they're not. Um, life is not black and white. Life is um, contains a lot of gray area, and perfectionism does not allow that gray area. So therefore, perfectionism does not allow you to truly live life how it should be lived. Well, and to address your question that says, you know, I want to, like, what is the, how, how likely are you to be the best? Um, even just saying that is very vague because, I mean, what does that mean to be the best? You know, for some people, it's like, oh, I want to be the strongest person or the best athlete, right? Well, the way the world works is you have water, earth, fire, you know, water beats earth and fire or, or water beats fire, fire beats earth, but earth beats water. So it's this cycle of there's always going to be something better than you. In, in some way or another. I mean, to say I want to be the strongest person. Well, I mean, to be the strongest person, you have to be strong in all kinds of areas, which, I mean, it's very, like you said, very, very minimal. So the idea of having, that's not, and like you said, that's not saying you shouldn't dream big or have high aspirations. Um, but the idea of being realistic enough while also being um, optimistic, there, there's there's a fine line between the two and you have to kind of find that medium which is what Stoics did with perfectionism because they found the medium between um, not believing in perfection and not believing in settling. So that, that's the idea of Stoicism is constant evolution. And that is kind of indirectly saying you're going to fail because when you evolve, you're going to encounter setbacks and you're going to have to overcome obstacles. So saying that you want to evolve constantly means you're going to fail, but you're going to overcome it. Um perfectionism is saying you will never fail you'll be 100 percent accurate 100 percent of the time and that is just in today's world completely unfeasible well and it's all about mindset right stoics believed that there was only really one thing that you could perfect and that's your mindset and that's your character Uh, marcus aurelius says that he defines perfection of character as living every day like it's your last um, without frenzy apathy and without pretense and what that speaks to is that the only thing that you really can truly perfect is your mindset and your character because you get to define what the best version of that is. When we ask the question, how rare is it to be the best at something, you pointed out that's vague, but and that's because society defines that. Mm-hmm. Everybody defines that differently. However, you when you want to be the best athlete in the world, want to be the strongest person, you're being evaluated by society, mm-hmm. so you're going to be evaluated by millions of different mm-hmm. definitions versus... You're the only person who gets to define what your character should be. You're the only person who defines what your proper mindset is. So you can perfect that. So if you're looking for something to perfect, choose those two things and then apply it to your work and you'll see yourself become consistent. You'll see yourself make progress. Sure, you may not be perfect, but you're a better version of yourself than you were yesterday. And that's all you can ask for. Well, that's a good point that society kind of determines if you're, you know, the strongest or the best or whatever. And And that's a byproduct of perfectionism is that it's me versus you or you're you know, I'm always competing against somebody. And to an extent, yes, I mean, you should be a very competitive person who's seeking to be the best, right? But there's a difference between like actually thinking you're going to be the best versus trying to be the best version of yourself and understanding that the best version of yourself will be 
I guess if you wanted to measure it uh, by success and money, uh, if the best version of yourself was the most rich person ever, right? I mean, you would measure that by being wealthier than others in terms of your money. So I guess my point is, is it should be you're the only person you're competing against is the person you were yesterday. You're not competing against everybody else, but at the same time, you have to find the medium between trying to be better than you were yesterday while also trying to be the hardest worker, not necessarily focusing on results, but if you work harder than people, and again, that's something you can't necessarily measure, but you can say you work harder than people if you give your best every day because certainly people don't give their best every day. Well, that's just something that you can be proud of, right? Um, and in society that we face the issue of people who have poor self-image, people who have low self-esteem, and it's because they feel that they don't measure up and that they um, aren't as valuable as other people. And that's, again, we've become a measuring society. It doesn't just apply to perfectionism. We've become a society that wants to measure everything with a statistic wants to measure everything in comparison to everybody else. Mm -hmm. And that's the direct opposite of progress. Sure, we can measure things in numbers. We can measure GDP. We can measure economic things. We can measure a whole variety of things in society are measured by statistics. Statistics aren't the enemy, but we've got down to the nitty-gritty with it. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten down to even, like you said, the hardest worker. We want to measure that in terms of amount of hours put in Right, but or the amount of money they make or something. Right? But you can't do that because there's a caveat. You may be spending less time in the gym or less time you know, on a side hustle than other people, but that may be because you're in a different set of circumstances and you can only give that amount of time. Right. But if you give all of the time that you have to that, that's just as valuable as someone who did the same exact thing but spent more time because you right. both are exerting the same amount of effort in terms of your own lifestyle. Right. And that's where we... Um, come in with a progress and consistency. That's things that you can define for yourself. Right. Because everybody's in a different chapter of their own story, right? I mean, that's what, like, we, we use the gym, for example, in uh, our epi- our guest speaker episode with Jameson, where it was, you know, it's really easy to compare yourself to those people and like, oh, like, they're so much bigger than me. Yeah, they've been lifting for eight, ten years, and you've been lifting for maybe one or two. So, of course, I mean, that makes sense. Comparison is the thief of joy. And when you are chasing perfectionism, you're always going to be comparing yourself to people that are subjectively or objectively better than you. It depends on what you define as better. And so if you eliminate your striving for perfectionism, you're going to eliminate how much you compare yourself to other people. And not only are you going to start striving for just consistency and progress, but you're not going to compare yourself to people and you're not going to like degrade your morality and see yourself as less having less worth than what you really do. And... It's a basic human concept that you work harder when you see your work pay off. And if your payoff is perfectionism, you're never going to see that. So eventually, you know, you may start out, you work very hard, but eventually you're going to find that point where you sit down and you say, you know, I'm never going to get this, so I'm going to stop working towards it. Mm-hmm. If you said, you know, we're going to keep going back to the gym because why not? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you instead look at it consistently, like I want to go to the gym every day, that's an easy payoff. Mm-hmm. You just get up and you go to the gym. It's an easy payoff. And it makes you that more motivated to work. And I'll go back to your quote. Comparison is the thief of joy. And I'll make a new quote. Perfection is the enemy of action. When you strive for that perfectionist really mindset, good. you no longer become active if that goal is not met. And as we've already shown and tried to explain, it's nearly impossible to reach that. I praise everybody who feels a sense of perfection 
people who were at the top of whatever they were striving to do. Number one athlete in the world, world champion, strongest man. We praise all those people, great people. But for 99.9% of the population, that's unobtainable. Mm-hmm. Well, that's did you come out with that quote just, just now? Like, was that kind of mm. up to dome? That was pretty good. Mm. That was good. I mean, that's exactly right. Because if you're, like I said, with that example of I'd rather go 75 for 100 than five for five and then go five for six and then quit you're you're gonna stop because as soon as you see one failure you're like oh well i've messed up completely i mean failure is only a failure if you acknowledge it i mean it only becomes final once you've given up once you've given in to the idea that you're not gonna be perfect and so if you were going for a pr and you fail at one time and you just say oh well i'm never gonna be that strong i mean that's such that's a logical fallacy right um and so that leads me because this the idea of perfectionism has been around forever and the stoics knew that and so epictetus said is it possible to be free from error not by any means but it is possible to be a person stretching to avoid error and so the way i interpreted this was stretching to avoid error means um you're trying to be perfect you know you're stretching you're you're attempting to avoid the shortcomings and the the hardships that you're going to encounter but it's completely impossible to perfectly avoid them and that goes i mean that's you see that every day you see that with you know nature with animals i mean it's pretty brutal i mean you see animals get eaten so nine nine out of ten times that one time they're going to get eaten by the animal and that's it so i think as humans we have the ability to bounce back from failure because we have such a complex society and we're very intelligent beings but it's very easy when society is telling you and projecting onto you that this is what a perfect person should look like or this is what a perfect income or a perfect family or a perfect house whatever it is then you're it's easy to feel short of your worth and that you'll never be enough well and i i think that you should view failure as a stepping stone to Mm -hmm. success right if you don't try and you don't fail then you don't know what your limits are and you don't know how to push them. So therefore, you can't really succeed. Mm-hmm. And there are too many people out there now who view failure as something to be afraid of and something that is a negative when in reality, we should embrace it. Society for the longest time embraced failure because it was in the name of pushing the limits and progress. And we see a society that's taking one step forward, two steps backward. It's because we're afraid to be offensive. We're afraid to fail. We're afraid to look weak, we're afraid um, to be viewed in a negative light. We've gone back to the quote of that you, um, when Aurelius is saying that you can do great things and there will still be people who will say bad things about you, Mm -hmm. so why care about the opinions of others? The same is true um, for perfectionism. If you're one of the people who strives for perfection and you're part of that 0.1% that eventually gets it, there are still people who are going to say negative things about you. 100%. And you, if you're a perfectionist, you're going to take that to heart. You're going to take that to heart and say, then I have to work even harder. And right. and again, just another pitfall of perfectionism. If instead you view failure as a stepping stone, you view it as just human nature, mm-hmm. and it becomes a part of your mindset that it's necessary, then you fail that PR. But then the next day you get back in the gym and you hit it. You, you, know, you might start a business. It fails. You use it as information, you start another business, and that's it the example. takes off. That's the example I was going to use. That's why most businesses fail to really grow big is because you see – I mean, it's hard. You know, you see a lot of people fail 
when they're starting up a business and then they quit. They're like, oh, well, this just isn't going to work. Well, unfortunately, in the in the area of business, it's very apparent that it takes hundreds of maybe even thousands of tries and attempts to successfully start up. I mean, what we always learned about in school was Michael Jordan, right? I mean, he got cut from his high school basketball team and he grew up to be one of the greatest NBA players in history. The greatest NBA player in history. I would say the greatest, yeah, I mean. The greatest, okay. Okay, anyway, but... (laughs) um, Statistically, LeBron's better, but I think culturally, Jordan made a bigger impact, but that's not really what I want to talk about. (laughs) But the idea behind never failing, if you don't fail, that means you're not trying hard enough, simply put. Um, Failure is inevitable, and so if you see it as a... um, as an obstacle rather than a challenge, then you're not going to get anywhere. If you understand that when things go wrong and you thoroughly analyze your mistakes to understand what you can do better the next time, each time you're going to get better and better. And I think growth is something that is um, that can be applied to the compounding effect because it's very easy to start, uh, whether you know, you're in the gym or whether you're starting a business, whatever it is, and you don't see progress for the first maybe even few months, maybe even a few years. Um, and it's very easy to feel, you know, upset or like you're not getting anywhere. But then as soon, one event can change everything. As soon as you hit, you know, year two or month five or whatever, then you start to see exponential progress. And that is what is what society and social media kind of pushes that you can get it instantly. You can get it fast. I mean, you have videos. What's a easy way to get a six pack abs in five minutes? Well, that's great marketing, but I mean, let's really think about it. If it were easy, everybody would have a six pack, right? So the, especially in today's society when it's very apparent that things are quick, things are easy. Um, results that you can't buy or that you can't fake, that's why they're hard to get is because we have the idea that it should be easy. Well, I think part of the um, part of the problem I'm building off of that is that we see in society people complain, you know, oh, it's too hard. Like it's, it's hard work. I don't want to do it. It's not worth it. And that's also a byproduct of the perfectionist um, mindset, right? again going back to the payoff right if it's hard and i don't get it then i don't want to do it so if i strive for perfection but it's hard then i'm not going to do it because i don't know if i can be perfect Mm -hmm. but if your goals you know are progress and consistency if it's i just want to do this a little bit make this little bit of progress in this amount of time or i just want to consistently do this every day or every other day or something that's more realistic then the challenge, the difficulty becomes worth it because you see the results pay off. Mm-hmm. I'll keep circling back to the payoff and the reward. And as humans, we're very easily incentivized, but we're also very easily disincentivized. And so the key is making the incentive obtainable, making the incentive realistic, and rewarding yourself how you should reward yourself, which is incrementally, not all at the end. Well, I think as well, the reason that people are so incentivized to do things um, that don't require a lot of work is because they have such like a short-term reward. Um, and a lot of the times now, the things that are that hold value that are really worth doing um, have delayed gratification. And because you don't see you know, the reward right away, it's really hard to be motivated to continue. But I think that the people who truly have purpose and who truly have the vision Uh, that they want to execute understand this and it's very difficult and you will have setbacks but understanding that anything worth having will not come easy and it won't and it will not come quickly 
um, is very important to understand as you are setting your goals and um, going along in your process. Have you ever read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear? I haven't, but I just saw um, it's a bestseller now because I was looking at the Daily Stoic and they're like it's fifth. it's pretty popular. Um, there there's something that he talks about early on in the book about uh, being system oriented versus outcome oriented, and your system is essentially um, it's like the process. It's it's your the system that you have in place to achieve your goals. And so if you're focused on the system, you're focused on developing um, a sense of consistency, a sense of discipline, and uh, good habits. And that's that's one way to build good habits is to start focusing on your system and you know in today's society we're very result-based businesses or result-based they just focus on profit they don't really focus on what goes into it as long as they can reach a certain goal um and to an extent that can be beneficial but i think in the terms of of perfectionism and stoicism being result-based is not good that's that's something that they frown upon but that's one thing that i think our generation has gotten right is this is the right thing we're pushing back against. It's one of the very few successes I see in our generation is that we're pushing back against result-based society. You see in the workplace, both with our generation and millennials, is that um, we're pushing for four-day work weeks. We're pushing for healthier mm-hmm. workplaces. We're pushing for um, kind of that process mm-hmm. that it's successful every part of the way, not just at the end. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that we're getting right. But we still have people who strive for perfection, and we're always going to have those people. Mm-hmm. But... I think now that we're realizing kind of the harms of it, we're kind of straying away from that and we're going towards progress and consistency, Mm -hmm. which is a good thing. It's something, obviously, the Stokes have talked about, we've talked about today, and it's something that I hope to see in the future, and I hope that um, more people kind of start to follow the trend as they see it popularized. I think we've already seen the positive effects of that. People are happier when they have those four-day work weeks. They have those progress and process-oriented jobs. Mm -hmm. They're happier. They're more productive. And that just speaks to the facts that when you're looking at perfectionism, it's much better to look at progress and consistency instead. Well, and I also hope that people start to establish a sense of purpose because then it's a lot easier to have a process-based mindset. I feel like, you know, nowadays there's a lot of people just like, oh, I mean, we're all in this together. We're all going to die. Who cares? Like, just enjoy it while we have it. Sure, to an extent, you shouldn't take life too seriously because, I mean, what even is it? But also there is an importance in having a sense of purpose. I mean, if you don't have purpose, why are you here? I feel like we're all put here because we have to have a designated purpose, and that looks different for everybody. Uh, and so if we can do that, then we can be focused on the, what's important, and that's developing consistency and discipline and understanding the importance of not being a perfectionist, being uh, someone who acts regardless of how they feel. Because oftentimes the reason perfectionists um, fail is because they think that everything's going to be easy. And as a stoic, you have to understand that you can't control what happens to you and things aren't always going to be easy. But if you control how you react to the situation, then you're going to be much better off being consistent than a perfectionist. Right. And it's interesting that you talk about the people who are like, oh, yeah, we're all going to die. That's actually like a stoic belief, you know, memento mori, remember that one Mm -hmm. day you will die. But people have the right idea with that. They just have the wrong execution, right? Mm -hmm. We all are going to die at some point. We should live every day like it's our last, but that should drive you to be purposeful with every day and make every day worth it, not make it nonchalant and make it so, oh, who cares? Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to do what, you know, is pleasurable or what is fun. No, make an impact. Sorry. Make an impact um, with the life that you're given. Make an impact with your day. Live it like it's your last. Um, Strive for that progress and consistency, right? 
don't strive to have no purpose. Strive to just do things that fun are fun, and don't strive for perfection. Right? You mm-hmm. talked about the balance, and that balance is progress and consistency. Because progress and consistency is results. It is purpose, but it's without the drawbacks that perfectionism brings, mm-hmm. and without the drawbacks of a lack of results and a lack of purpose that kind of that nonchalant lifestyle brings. Right. And if you're if you have a purpose and you're you're doing things you're passionate about, I feel like it is fun. You know, things can get challenging, but I think it's fun to overcome those challenges when you're doing something for the purpose that you truly believe in. And there's a quote that it says the purpose or the goal isn't to live forever. It's to create something that will. And I think that's very true. I mean, that's what Stoics did. They knew they weren't going to live forever, but they created an ideology and a set of beliefs that would live forever and that would be universal to everybody. So, right. And as we kind of wrap up this episode, I will personally end with a quote from Seneca that says that most of progress consists in the desire to make progress. When you are listening to this episode, when you're thinking about the work that you want to put into whatever your goals are, think about your desires first, think about your mindset first, strive for that progress, and miraculously, who would have thought it, you will make progress. Um, I'll use the personal example of the gym. I know Jameson was on the podcast last week, and he talked about how he's one of the skinniest people um, he saw, and now, I mean, props to Jameson. He's, 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 he's huge. He's muscular, man. Yeah. He's putting the work. Really proud of Jameson, but... I'll use the same example, like, I'm still skinny now, but the results that I've seen in, like, the four months that I've started working out regularly are tremendous, and it's a great source of pride, and I think that anybody can find that sense of pride if they set themselves realistic goals like I have, and set themselves goals that aren't perfection-based, but are goals that can make them happy, and also are realistic. Right, and, you know, to your point, I think because it looks different for everybody, and everybody's in a different chapter, you should have a relentless work ethic. You should have the relentless desire to be the best person you can be and to work the hardest. And working the hardest means um, putting in 100% every day. That's what it means. Show up, you put in the work, and regardless of if you win or fail, you come back the next day. The sun's going to come up every day regardless of how you feel. The, you know, the sun's going to come up, things are going to happen, the world's going to keep going, whether you succeed or whether you lose. Um, and that's that's kind of a harsh reality for some people to understand that regardless of how you're feeling, the world doesn't really care, you know. So at some point you need to understand that perfectionism does not exist. Um, and it's very foolish to chase being perfect. And if you focus on consistency, you're going to see overall uh, that you're much happier. And that's a hard mindset mindset shift to make. Um, going from wanting everything to be perfect and to have 100% accuracy rather than understanding that you will take losses. Um, but once you kind of finally come to that sense of uh, acceptance, accepting that fate, then it's going to be a lot easier to um, abolish your need for being a perfectionist. And well, wise words to end the episode. This has been episode 15 of the Gen Z Stoic Podcast. We thank our listeners as we talk about perfectionism, talk about 100% effort. We thank our listeners for their 100% investment in this podcast and encourage new listeners to listen to previous episodes. I have been your co-host, Ren. And I'm your co-host, Mateo. And this has been episode 15, Gen Z Stoke Podcast.